Because you know I'm all about Debbie's, about Debbie's, no trouble. I'm all about Debbie's, about Debbie's, no trouble. I'm all about Debbie's, about Debbie's, no trouble. I'm all about Debbie's, about Debbie's. Yeah, it's pretty clear. This is Cornetto. It seemed like I got a solo show. I don't hear Andy. I don't hear Amanda. So I'm definitely going to take control of the show. I am the coordinator. I'm waiting for the co-host, Andy and Amanda, to come on. But, well, since I'm here by myself, okay, let me tell you a little story about Jed. No, I'm just joking. Well, it's a lot of things that's going on in the world right now and everything, and it's getting kind of crazy. The situation that happened in Buffalo, it was kind of mad, but, you know, it's a shame the way life is, you know, being a human being. But what must I say? So, uh... Hello. Let me... Are you there? Hey. Oh, my gosh. It's Andy. Oh, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I made oh my God. internet radio. I was, about, I was telling the story about what happened in Buffalo, but I'm glad you came on. That's awesome. I'm looking for Is Amanda. Amanda on? She was no, on, but she disappeared. She I think she was on before. She no, she wasn't. Maybe she wasn't on. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. Well, 
It's the Andy and Amanda show with Cornell as a special guest, I guess. <laughs> this is the Andy and Cornell show. This is the Andy and the Cornell show. So how how was your day today, Andy? Well, I'm doing a lot of music production today, in the studio all day. And I uh, can't believe it's now uh, 6 o'clock here, just after 6, of course. In our yeah. L.A. studios, I know it's 9 o'clock there. And uh, internet went out of here. The whole internet, the whole area, our internet is down. So I had to kind of do a makeshift. I'm glad you got on the show, okay? Because you know this is you know internet's crazy. I'm glad you were able to get in. And for those of you who don't know, Cornell Butler is the guy who kind of put this thing together with Amanda and I, and uh, took took this show to the, the next level to where it is right now. Over three thousand one hundred some odd listeners. We have. A bunch of creators on Block Talk Radio who started following the show, too. Fifteen new creators that are following the Andy and Amanda show. We're doing something. Not quite sure what it is that we're doing, but we're making something Thank happen here. And we're, we're liking what, Really? Yeah, we're, we're liking what we're doing here. Uh, always a good time, and it's kind of crazy. But, uh, you know, hey, you know, I, well, my, maybe what I'll do is I've got very limited capability right now because of the uh, our Internet issue. But what I might be able to do... I'm just thinking here. I'm just thinking. Let me think for a minute. I'm no, thinking. Keep thinking. What are Andy? What are you eating? Eating. You know, we might actually. Uh, darn, I'm trying to get to uh, see what options there are here. You know. Um, you Don't know, worry about the options. Keep going. Yeah, I, I know. And your little dog too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you can leave the show, Andy. She's on the um, show, so you know. <laughs> I'd rather have her. Today, for me, is a very good day. Yeah, well, today it, it's is a been very a good day up till now. So we had these technical problems. You know, hey, Cornell, I'm not going to interrupt you. You're talking about what's going on there in Buffalo, which is on your coast there up north. And uh, it's amazing. It's it's tragic. It's amazing. Um, you know, how this goofball 18-year-old got hold of an AR-15 and modified it is beyond me. How he got all the ammunition he walked in with is beyond me. How he knew how to modify an AR-15 and 18 years old is beyond me. The fact that he's been there to that Topps food market where he did all this shooting uh, several times prior to the time yeah. he went there to do these executions is and, and nobody said anything. He wrote this 180-page manifesto. He was an oddball. People knew he was doing things that that resembled the behavior of somebody who is who is a hate, uh, full of hate, and um, could have potentially done something like this. The, the, the writing was on the yeah. wall, and nobody picked it up. Nobody did anything, and it's beyond that, me that's we, how we let this thing, how we let this thing drop through, you know, the hole, uh, the big crevice, the canyon more than the hole, uh, is beyond me. Um, it's unbelievable, and and you know, I, I we could have stopped this. Society could have stopped this. We could have prevented this. And it's almost all of our faults how this thing came to be. You know, it, we we got to start doing yeah, something about it. That, that As elector, yeah, it it, it kind of hurt me because it, 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 for any situation, I don't care if it's black, white, Chinese, any Latin, whatever you are, you don't do that to anybody. And they was elderly people just going. One lady was basically yeah. coming from her um her a uh, home uh a home where her uh, husband stay at or something like that. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, what, what do you call those type of homes that um, when people stay at elderly homes? Assisted living homes, nursing homes, or assisted living homes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He decided she wanted to go to the store to get something to eat, and the next thing, this guy come in with an AR-15 and start shooting her just because of her color. And it's, that's, it's that's a shame. unreal. I saw the, uh, I unfortunately, because it's stuck in my mind uh, for quite some time, It's maybe it's not out of my mind yet, I saw the video that uh, he, he live-streamed this on Twitch, and uh, they took it down within two minutes, but um, the first two minutes are on there, and you see the first several people yeah. getting shot, uh, like a, a yeah. video game. He, he, he did it That's like a live-stream like- video game. I seen it. I, I, a friend of mine showed it to me. I thought he was showing me a video game. No, he said this was just happening in Buffalo. I like really. Yeah. Yeah. They and took it. Ready for this? There was twenty live viewers on Twitch that saw this live. Twenty people in the entire world. Twenty in the entire world, right? And somebody yeah. actually. Uh, and from that twenty, uh, there was comments like, you know, cheering this guy on, right? Are you serious? And. 
Yeah, and it went from 20, it went from 20, because Twitch is a, I don't know about the, you know, I don't even know our own social media, but I'm not much, as you know, Cornell, I'm not much on social media, but um, the uh, Twitch is evidently a platform utilized by video gamers. I have no idea what it is or who uses it or how or why. I don't I have no idea. But anyway, evidently, uh, it's a video gaming thing, and uh, which he was into when he, he broadcast this on Pinwall. So it went from 20 to when people started talking about it, it went to these uh, avant-garde, these offbeat, uh, black, uh, whatever, these websites that are kind of out-of-the-beaten-path websites where they show okay. death and gore and executions and so forth. Um, and it went from 20 downloads live to over 1 million in a heartbeat. Um, oh. And, and people, you know, I guess people with morbid curiosities and people want to see what happened and did this really happen and blah, 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 and everything in between. I'm not criticizing anybody who, who I saw it. You know, I'm, I'm not criticizing anybody who wanted, who's curious and wanted to. Yeah, you know, you and I both saw it. So, um, you know, it, I just couldn't believe my eyes. Um, wait, I have that on here somewhere. I couldn't believe my eyes. Wait, wait, where is it? I couldn't believe my eyes. We've heard of that. But anyway, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was basically, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, this guy is like shooting people like he, he really don't give a hell. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, where is his money at? That's evil, pure evil. Unbelievable. Yeah. These are yeah. miserable, mean, nasty fucking scumbags. That's what he yeah. is. Yeah. And that's a shame. Yeah. Like I said yeah. on, on the Andy and the show, we don't care what color you are. A human is Uh-oh. a human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. We want we don't yeah. want that to happen to any nationality. Yeah, you know, he was his manifesto, which is a 180 page of ranting and and bulleted copy, um, where he um, uh, spoke about spoke he wrote about um, uh, minorities taking over the place of, of the white population of the country, Hispanics, blacks, Jews, um, and so forth. That's, you know, overtaking the, the white population. Um, and, you know, un- unbelievable. It's just, you know, here's what I have to say about that. This rhetoric, this type of talk, this type of thinking, this type of, of being brainwashed, you know, yes. um, it comes from somewhere. It comes from somewhere. And I'm not going to blame a political figure or figures, but over the past four years, you know, prior to, prior to the Biden administration, and, and we can go way back, uh, mass executions of Virginia Tech, you know, I mean, there, there's, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming a, you know, I can't, well, this is why this happened, but there's been so much talk of hate and divisionism in the United States, particularly since the previous administration. You know, I won't even mention the guy's name, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, just hate and, and building the wall and, and deporting people and, you know, racism and racism. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in the 70s. I graduated high school and college in the 70s. Um, we 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 didn't. I mean, there was, of course, you know, we had we had George Wallace in the '60s, you know, but but we really, you know, was racism always present? Yes, this is a racist country, no matter what anybody says. No, we're not. Ra- yeah, we are. We we are a racist country. We are a racist. Everybody country. got this type of racism in them, and they need to stop the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it it, 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 it really uh, overall. I'm not, I'm not saying everybody in the country is racist. Now you know I'm not saying that, but the the tone. And there's most people in the country are, are truly not racist. I like to think that maybe I'm wrong. I might, maybe I'm wrong, but I like to think that a majority of Americans uh, and people who live in the United States are, are certainly not racist, but there's enough of a population that is, that's alarming. And, hey, and, Andy, and we, Amanda says yeah. on. Amanda says she's on. Oh, let me, let me see if you can find her. Let me see if you can find her. Here we go. Hey. Hello. Hey. I had to. Uh, <laughs> hey, Amanda. Hello, darling. Hey, baby I, girl. Hey. Here we are. Here we thinking we were do, how to do the Indian Cornell show here for a while. I'm like, where that? Where's Amanda? It took me. You know, I lost the uh, internet here in our studios. We have the whole area is out. We have no internet. I don't know what the hell happened or why or what. 
But, oh, wow. um, you know, I talked, I talked to Cornell before we went on, like, I have no winner. I don't know what. And then Cornell reminded me, Hey, you can, you know, go in through your phone and get on that way. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing this kind of like, uh, we're patchwork today. This is very patchwork. Oh, Andy okay, okay. Show. We are streaming yeah. on the internet. Part, part of, part of the course of, of our platform and how we get the word out about what we do is the internet. We're internet based for now. That could change, but for now. And, um, Absolutely. Uh, so we have to suffer the, uh, whatever comes along, uh, with that. And we all know there's, there's issues with the internet and, um, yes. and it's been real. I must say it's gotten a, for our show. It's gotten a whole lot better over the, over the year, you know, the past months, you know, oh, it has. yeah, there was a period of time. Yeah. I remember looking back where every Monday we had an issue. Do you remember? Or was it Friday? No, it was Monday. Every Monday. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. single Monday. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'd have trouble connecting and getting on and the show's going funny. I, you know what? Yeah, and then the show would just quit, or I would just get kicked off. I don't blame them for that. Yeah, yeah I think our, our show is booming so much that so many people are trying to get on the show that it just wipes us out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. And I got to tell you, so, so before before the show started, I want to go out. I, I haven't eaten a thing all day. I've had zero to eat the entire day, which oh, is okay. No, but I, yeah, nothing, no. zero, zero. And uh, so, and there's not much here. So uh, the, the studio is empty. The cupboards are empty. Not really. There's some, but nothing I can really eat for a type of meal type of thing. So uh, I went over to Trader Joe's real quick. Ooh. And I remembered um, I had a, a homemade margarita in uh, several days. So I remember when oh, I made my last homemade. I know. <laughs> I was out of tequila. I remember that. So oh, I, they had tequila. And I was looking at a bottle of triple sec on the same shelf in it. And I thought to myself, no, not triple sec. I remember seeing a triple sec bottle. And so I, you know, dashed in my car, dashed over here, getting ready to do the show. I went to my freezer and there's no ice. So there's like little trickles of an ice bag I had. No. The last few things. Oh. And then I go to get, open my bottle of tequila and I went over to my, where I keep my liquor and the, I, and the triple sec bottle is empty. <gasps> so very little ice. So I just had, I just finished it, a tequila on ice. <laughs> on a little bit of ice at that I love the oh invitation <laughs> yeah that's it that's it that's it wow Amanda yes, Amanda Simon. before you well, before we um, you came on we were talking about Buffalo what do you think what's your perspective on, perspective on that situation Buffalo did you oh, it was a mass shooting in Buffalo <gasps> I've not heard about that I have not heard about that. A mass shooting. It was crazy. What happened? It was crazy. Well, Andy will tell you. <laughs> yeah, ten, 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 uh, a, a white supremacist shot up a, uh, a, uh, ten people in a uh, food store and, and uh, steamed it, live steamed it. Um, in a predominantly, yes, 18 years old. In a, in a yes. pre- predominantly, yeah, you, okay, you saw it. In a predominantly black then, neighborhood. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. okay. And, uh, I caught something the other day. I thought you meant today. Um, but I didn't no, no, see no. where it was. I just saw that then the, the um, yeah. white teenager, and then they said about shooting uh, lots of black people. Yeah. And that was so, horrifying. So we were talking about where does the impetus to become brainwashed? Oh, my goodness. There's, there's yeah. other words for that, but I think it's brainwashing. Um, I, I would think it comes from the seed that they born. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it comes from the gr- growing no, up. You know, you know, this it's possible that could have something to do with it. Parents, you know, maybe parents are, are, are white supremacists, supremacists, not white yeah. supremacists. That would be like the white supremes. That would be that would mean like Diana Ross, the white supremes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. But anyway, no, what wait, wait, um, the parents could have, but I, I just think, you know, there's, there's, and we've talked about it a lot this, you know, on the show the past couple of years. There's a, a feeling overall umbrella, kind of, a you know, a, a, like a blanket of that we've been more aware of and more conscious of hmm. in this country. Yeah. Of, of racism, of divisionism, of hate, of white power. Yeah. Um, the Proud Boys, January 6th, Donald Trump building a wall, deporting. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's, it's, it, it, Cornell and I were saying before you joined us, Amanda, that, you know, this, this is American, it's no joke. 
and people who deny it are just are just doing that. They're denying what is real. And and America is in fact a a racist country. We were we were we came to be as a racist country, as a white country. Um and um and, and I mean the history speaks for itself. There's no reason for me to start talking oh, you know, again. This goodness, is not gonna yeah. be this is not gonna yeah. be a history lesson. Um no. so but but there wasn't this you, you didn't years ago when I was growing up, you, hmm. people would go out and shoot people. Like in mass in mass education style, you, people didn't go into schools and into food yeah. markets and into churches and and shoot black people because they're black. I mean, a group of yeah. them, isolated yeah. cases here and there. Unfortunately, you know, unfortunate but but true. Yes, but mass education, yeah. mass shootings, and by young people who are getting AR-15 military assault weapons built for the battlefield that are now in people's private gun collections. Yeah, what the yeah, hell? They, you explain to me why I you need an AR-15 to go deer hunting. I think, okay, this is just my, yeah, what kind my of two cents you? worth. Right. This is just my two cents worth with all of this. That mm-hmm. For one, mm-hmm. when it comes to racism, all racism is bred from fear because fear leads to hate. Yeah. Hate is a, 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 a branch of fear. So when you fear somebody that is very different from you in looks and the way they act and their culture and the type of style they have and if you want to include things like music and, and you know taste or whatever that it varies and that fear can escalate into hate especially if you're not able to communicate with someone very different than yourself and you don't know why that that fear just keeps growing and growing you also then got the society aspect of it depending on uh, your family roots what was passed on through generations towards um, other races and things like that. Um, friends can be a big influence um, as to how you perceive others because, you know, you want to fit yeah. in and things like that. So you've got the whole, you know, dynamic of uh, society, family and so on and fear of your own yeah. natural fears that you have about the world and, and how you perceive people. And I think in terms of, of children, um, teenagers or, and younger going into schools um, and even adults doing it, you know, you've got major influences now with, this has been going on for years, and, and movies, it's cool to watch action movies and, and have guns and own guns. And even when you're kids, it's okay for your parents to go out and buy you a plastic gun and you pretend pretending you're shooting everybody and it seems harmless at the time. And then, you know... Nowadays, we've got virtual reality and we've got gaming and a lot of people say you can't play gaming for somebody's actions. And this is true. You can't play the gaming mm-hmm. aspect itself. You can understand how that could influence somebody who's extremely passionate about a game, extremely passionate mm-hmm. about the guns that are used in the game, wanting mm-hmm. to know what it feels like to hold one, to shoot one to aim it at somebody, and depending on how they are in their own mindset, uh, how stable they are in their own mindset, and their emotions, and all these things come into play and contribute to one action. You can't blame it on one particular thing. There are multiple things that can lead to one action, and I think with so many influences in today's world, and how easy it is to get hold of things and feel tempted to do things, and you hear other people doing those things, you kind of want to live out a fantasy. And people, they just, something can just trigger in them. They can just flip a switch and and just go and do it, you know? You're right. And another thing, you can have racism in your own nationality, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the managers will go against each other and try to hurt each other. Very much so, yeah. That you know, I've known plenty of white people that will hate on fellow white people because of the things that we do to other races, yes. and I know that exists within other races too. You know, I don't yeah, think no, there sorry. is one race that doesn't hate on another race that just doesn't exist. There's yeah. always something. Yeah, but you got you know, you know where you I think you're right, Amanda. You you, you said earlier the, the your premise that 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 racism is born out of fear. I think yeah. that is very like, very well put. I think you're absolutely got that. And and uh, when you think about it, because why else would anybody be intimidated by the color of somebody else's skin or their nationality? For what exactly. reason? Exactly. Why? But, yeah. But 
a question? Where's the what what the fair? What 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 are you fair of? <laughs> well, I I mean the way I see it is I remember being a child and this is you know going back to my childhood when I was at school and we had other um, nationalities you know join our classes that were transferred in. And, you know, everybody would sit there looking at them in awe, and we'd be like, wow, somebody different. And you feel in awe of these people, not like you're sitting there hating them, but you're just, like, almost admiring them because how different they look, how different their hair looks, how different they speak. You know, it's everything about them that draws you in. And sometimes for people, and, it, you know, it could stem from children, it can even be in adults, they don't know how to be around those people because they appear, and I say that, um, they do appear, I'm not saying they are different, they appear to be different. And so because we appear, uh, <laughs> we appear, we perceive them to be different, then we're not sure how to be around them because it makes us feel different, like we're the odd one out. And I think it brings wow. up so many conflictions within ourselves about who we are, how different we look. Almost, it's like something triggers and thinks that that person could be better than you. Then there's the other side. Then there's the other side of there's the other side of racism where you know our Chinese restaurants couldn't exist without the Jewish population. I mean, Jews, myself included, we go to Chinese. Whoa, let's go to Chinese. When was the last time you saw a Chinese person in a Jewish deli? Hmm. Got to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you saw a Chinese guy walk into a Jewish deli and ask for a quarter pound of corned beef? You know what I'm saying? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, a black Jew just went and got some Chinese food today. <laughs> <laughs> when it lasts. <laughs> you know, uh, well, it's interesting, and this is my perception again. Um, and this is yeah. not, I'm making no judgment in any way. So, um, you mm-hmm. know, just putting that out there. That you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a people watcher person. You know, I, I study my environment, the people around me. I get absolutely fascinated by people carrying out their day, their expressions on their face, wondering what they're going to do next, and blah blah blah. So, I go out to eat. I go to this big food court, and you've got everything you can think of: KFC, Mexican food, Chinese pizza, whatever. So, I go to get some Chinese food. Can't wait to eat yeah. it. And the people Definitely. behind the counter, and this is in Mexico, okay? So the people behind the counter are, or appear to be authentic Chinese people. If I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I apologize. And their attitude was just awful. Like, yes. they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be, it, it felt like they didn't want to be in this country serving a load of Mexicans, all this white person. <laughs> Chinese food, and I didn't know what that was, and I was trying not to judge it, and I I kind of stood back, and I was just watching them while I had my food, and I was thinking, why are these people, and all of them were like it, not just the one, the four people that were behind the counter all had this kind of Mm -hmm. attitude, and I was thinking, what is it, what what is um, influencing them in this moment to have that kind of attitude towards everybody? Is it just naturally in their culture that they are that way towards other people? Well, or I went through the thing. I think it's naturally in their culture that they don't trust Americans or whoever because when yeah. I go to the Chinese or they just, they snatch my money from me. I'm like, hold it. Hold Why? it. Don't snatch them. Yeah. I'm like, hold, hold. You know, and, I, and look, I, yeah. they, they look, at, look at it and all that stuff. I'm like, hold it. Let when, when when was who who would be what was the last time you heard of somebody being afraid to walk down a, a dark street because they saw a couple of white guys with yarmulkes on their head on the other side of the street? Well, yeah. I actually <laughs> <laughs> never. A couple of rabbis with palaces on the other side, better across the street. Yeah, yeah. I was walking down. The and they they was wasn't scared to come down the dark block with me, so they was like, "Oh, he seemed like a a, a great guy." <laughs> no, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. But um, no. Um, yeah. Let me ask you a question: Do y'all really think everybody has some type of racism in them? Yeah. If, if, even if you don't like color, if you, you don't like that type of mm-hmm. color, you don't like that. Smell, or, you know, I started some. Yeah, I started some racism when I was in uh, in college. Uh, my first experience uh, was I went to college in Daytona Beach, Florida, and I guess the first racism I had was a Daytona 500. 
<laughs> that was that was my first racism. No, no, my no um, racism. Yeah, sorry, go on. My racism. I don't like mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> you know. Well, from my experience as a kid, and I don't know what this falls under. You could say that I was being racist towards my own my own kind. Uh, we know that bullying goes on in schools and pretty much anywhere. It can work, happen in a workplace, wherever. So. In school, there was um, mm. somebody who had ginger hair. She was a lot shorter than everybody else. She had ginger hair and these bright freckles. And because she stood out, she was the one that got, you know, picked on, targeted, and because she appeared different from most people. There weren't many people in our school that had ginger hair. So, you know, because everything about her stood out from everybody else. And I felt so sorry for her. I really did. And it makes me wonder what that falls under. Because you're targeting somebody, again, who's different than you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the whole mm-hmm. ginger hair thing seems to be still a common problem amongst white people. I don't understand why. Wow. You know? Because mm. there's mm. more people Boring. these days with ginger hair than there were when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, but um, it's just bizarre. It really is bizarre. And I don't know if it's the same within the, the black community or, the, you know, whatever. Um, well, I don't know. It, it, sometimes we go through, you know, in the black community, they go through, like, color, like, if you're darker or you're lighter or you're darker yeah. or you're lighter, person, you're that, that person. And yeah. it's like, yo, dude, we, all, we are black and all that stuff. So it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. it don't make a well, difference. You, you know, most crimes, most crimes committed by by the black population, African American and black population, are committed against each other. Not even yes. though, of course, there are many many exceptions. Of course, we, we we know that, but but most are committed against each other. It's not that 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 black crimes are always against white people, and so the, you know the people have this like why I, I have no so I don't see when I see somebody, I don't see their color at all. I see who they are. Period. That's I'm colorblind. Yeah, yeah, I'm colorblind. yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm being absolutely honest and truthful. That's just the way. That's just the way I see the world. And it, you know. Yeah. You know, I've never. You know, I, I don't understand. I, I don't. I can't. I, I can't put myself in the mindset, in the frame where I would see somebody who looked different than me, not just the color, but maybe, it may be a, a physical deformity or, or something not right with them, or, or they're autistic, or they're. Obese, or they're, you know, I don't know, fully tattooed. Or, well, you got to draw a line somewhere. like me. The tat- I'm fully tattooed. You know, I just, <laughs> I, I told you, I, I got to. I got a, I got a tattoo. I told you, I got a full body tattoo. I finally just went and did a full body tattoo of me only taller. <laughs> oh no! Well, let me tell you a story. It was a, a old movie that came out, and it tried to show you how racism was, and it wasn't even about color. It was called. You ever seen the movie The Elephant Man? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He was William deformed, Hurt. William he was, Hurt. He was, I am a human being, and that was showing you how racism. I am was. not an animal. Yeah, I'm not an animal. Yes. I am a human being. Yes. That that I cried yes. off that movie, man. Because he was, he, just, he couldn't help yeah. himself. Yeah, you know that reminds me of that movie, um, Mask or The Mask with uh, Cher in it, and um, a few other. Yeah. Oh my God, that was great! That yes, was great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was almost as good as I was almost as that was almost as good as Deep Throat. <laughs> Deep Throat. I don't think so, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it, you you can say it if you want, but I don't think it was. We know. I got a question. This is the Andy Demand Show. Yeah. I got a question for you. Going back to what yeah, was that? Sure. The early seventies or something? I don't know. A lot of you know. I heard. I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that, like that was a. Whole, I never heard of Deep Throat. Even when Deep Throat came out, I had no idea what it was. I had no idea what you know. Yeah. What's that? Uh, right. But but the um, 
But when it did happen, I also heard this through several medium sources that a lot of couples went ahead and, and, and tried to do that after seeing the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they choked off each wow. other, right? Choking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Don't now, worry. Yeah, I, now, given that, I, now, I, now here's the thing. So you see yeah. this movie, the sex movie, and you try, and, and you know sometimes you know there's 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 a valid you know that's great if if people see things in in porn films or whatever kind of film and they say hey that that looks like fun let's go try to you know you know and, and between a, a man and a woman or a man and a man or a woman and a woman whatever the case might be, um, two women and two men or any any combination thereof, uh, they see something kind of cool and they go ahead and try it and hey more power to them or whatever right but but how about this how about if they see movies that accentuate the mental enjoyment of discrimination and racism and shooting and executions. Mm, yes. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Think about it. I, that's a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Over and over and over and over and over again. And then you get a president who talks about deporting um, Asia, um, not Asians, not, no, uh, uh, Hispanics. Yeah. And and calling a, a, a calling a group of needy people who are being uh, discriminated against and executed in South American countries, a hundred, a couple hundred of them, he calls it an invasion of our country. We're being invaded like a military invasion. Oh, my goodness. We're being invaded. We're being invaded. You know, my, the president of the United States. And I, I just and I'm not to keep, keep going on about Trump. I'm, 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 you know, I don't mean to do that by any means, but but it, I just keep coming back to when this overall feeling, a more conscious feeling than previous um, of, of of division, you know, divisionism and, and hatred and racism and, you know, just I just don't, don't you know, yeah. I just don't remember a time in history when it was just so pre- consciously prevalent. Yeah. It was sad. It was very sad, you know, because I don't, yeah. I really mm-hmm. don't get it because to me it seemed like it gave those type of people that really listened to them, like a battery pack on their back and it gave them energy they were like yeah like pretty hard or something you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> let's get them you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. if anybody it, it would so like crazy. to join our show and let me just give out a number we haven't done that 515-605-988 if you want to join our conversation you're certainly welcome to do that unless you're black Hispanic Puerto Rican uh, Chinese, um, no, no, anyway, <laughs> no, seriously, I, 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 anybody who'd like to join our show, we welcome you aboard. 515-605-9888, you are listening to the Andy and Amanda Show. Your comments and suggestions are also appreciated by emailing Show at gmail.com. And uh, just Google us on the, um, on the web. We come up everywhere these days, so it's kind of cool. But anyway, getting back to uh, what we were talking yeah, about. Or, or, or um, leave a comment on Blog Talk Radio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, yes. Blogtalkradio.com yes. forward slash um, Andy Amanda Show. Andy. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And Cornell was informing me earlier today, Amanda, our numbers are skyrocketing. We're going the way up, and we oh have new God. creators, yeah. you know, people <gasps> who create other shows on Blog Talk Radio are now following our show. Welcome <gasps> those creators on, on board as well. Oh, my goodness. 15 new creators. Yeah, yes. yeah, and that's kind of kind of cool. Um, oh wow, that's so, amazing! Amazing news. Oh, we're just we're just you know folks from different parts of the world who've never met um, and have done over four hundred song episodes. It used to be a daily show, um, and it was so much work. Those who do this type of thing know know how much work is involved doing these shows. Uh, but we we create a lot of audio and and, and clips and news. You know, we do a lot of work on the show. That it's it, a whole lot of work. So we went from five days a week to, to three days a week most of the time. And it seems one day a week. Force that no, I'm just joking. Yeah, so, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is one day a week, you know. But but we are <laughs> a, um, you know, we're just, we're all musicians <laughs> and composers and graphic designers and uh, producers and they kind of live in that world. Yeah. Yeah, and, oh. and also, I might add, that our guests have been just remarkable. So we've had some such great guests. And speaking of guests, I know I'm kind of going off subject here for a while, but we never have any real subjects no, in the show anyway. But <laughs> yeah, so, you always do, um, especially with down facts. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the uh, remember we had a guy named uh, Michael uh, 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 Tinholm. Tinholm. Yeah, Michael on the Tinholm. show. 
Yeah, uh, amazing singer-songwriter, greatly inspired by by David Bowie. Has had amazing musicians playing with him. David Bowie's backing keyboard players and folks who play with Ray Charles, an incredible singer-songwriter. Um, yes. He has a video that's going to be released, I think, tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, oh, awesome! With, and there's a possibility, uh, Amanda, we can probably get him back on the show on Friday if you want to do that. Oh yeah, that's great. Gonna, email you. So if you want to coordinate that and do the appropriate emails, however you do that and uh, yeah. whatever you need to do that. I don't even know what it yeah, is. No but, but let's get him back on the show on Friday. Um, yes. That'll be great. Okay. That'll be great. And also, he is he is orchestrating um, through his connections um, a guy who uh, played in David with David Bowie for 40 years. David Bowie's keyboard player. Um, yeah. Mike Garson, yeah, to... Uh, to, and Mike's got a new project out, uh, which is an amazing project, his own project, and uh, like it's just been released. So we want to talk about that with with uh, with Michael, and uh, um, he's made that introduction. We're going to try to make that uh, happen on our show too. It'd be great to get you know. And David Bowie, can we talk? You know, my God, I know, right? Um, oh and, my goodness! And, the, and for those of you who know David Bowie, know his music, you know the keyboard parts. I'm talking about you know, specific keyboard parts, but I'm yeah. I'm blown away by the introduction to the song Aladdin Sane. Maybe we'll play that on Friday. Um, and the keyboard is you hear these solos. It's all him. And I remember going to the to the Tower Theater when it was David Bowie live back in the early seventies. I saw them record that. And David, you know, Ziggy Stardust, you know, Young Americans, oh, wow. Aladdin Sane, you oh. know, Rebel Rebel, Diamond oh, Dogs. Can we talk? Yeah. You know, oh, it goes on and on and on. Uh, you know, Ground Control, the major, uh, uh, major, uh, 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 um, major tone. Thank you. Yeah, Queen is one of my yeah. favorite all-time bands, um, and Who's I would have been Queen. 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 Oh, Queen. Yeah. Queen. Yeah. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would have loved, yes. I would have loved to have been at um, Live Aid in Wembley when all the major bands were performing there and uh, mm-hmm. Queen were on stage and David Barry come on to perform under pressure with them and like, oh my, oh my goodness. Oh my God. That was one oh of my the best God. songs ever. Oh and my God. And he did, and, and, and and, and he did uh, he did the rock opera. Uh, what was he did? The Tommy. That was the Queen. That was the who? What, oh, no, what was the two? Oh, he did the opera. The uh, they did Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Where, yeah. where did Tommy from? Yeah, Bohemian <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Queen did the rock opera Tommy. You know, it was great. You know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, there was a movie. I saw it on a plane flight, yeah. actually. I think from London. Um, yeah. What was the movie? And I forget the actor. I forget the movie name oh, and the actor who was in it. Yes. Um, it, Ramek. Is it Ramek? Um, yes. Ramek. Yes. Yes. Oh, if I, I had internet, I'd look it up. I don't have any internet. Yeah, Rami uh, you know, you, Yeah. <laughs> uh, most of our listeners know what we're talking about but more than we do, yeah. believe me. But, um, <laughs> y- y- so you, you, you folks who are listening to the show know the movie I'm talking about and, and, and uh, the actor who played... Uh, 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 <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was going to say Mick Jagger. No, the actor who played. Uh, <laughs> Um, I thought you were going to say Andy Osborne. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, they're like, what the hell? Who's this Andy guy? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the guy who played. Great. Where's my margarita? Uh, anyway, um, yeah, yeah, that was just an. I saw it on a plane. Uh, I just couldn't believe how good it was. It, what a great film. He says, and, you know, amazing I, job. Yeah. I don't know if I told you, I was at Live Aid. I was there. What? I was at Live Aid in 85. Yeah, I was, I was there. Yep. Yep. Seriously. I was there. And uh, in Philadelphia at Kennedy Stadium with 100,000 other people. That, that was and in the 80s, right? 85. It hot yeah. as hell. And I just remember uh, I was there with, uh, with Joanne, my, my business partner and girlfriend, I guess it was at the time. And um, we went uh, and we sat there and it was hot as hell. And I'll just never forget Jack Nicholson coming out on stage and saying, we're going to hose you down. 
and the fire department, <laughs> Philadelphia fire department came with these fire trucks and just yeah. sprayed. I can't believe how far. Oh, the, my I don't goodness. think everybody's able to get it, but they, they pulled in several locations and just doused everybody. It was hot as hell. But and I, oh wow. my God! It and I saw and you saw Bob Dylan out there with Ron Wood on one side and Keith Richards on his other side. All wow. three of them were stoned out of their mind. It was and Bob <laughs> Dylan was was really really bad. Uh, wow. But you still was there. Uh, yeah. Incredible! Oh my God, was it amazing? And uh, the show opened up with a, somebody became a good friend of mine, uh, Eric uh, Brazilian, um, who. Uh, he was pretty much the leader, along with Rob Hyman, of a band called the Hooters back in the yeah. 80s. And they got to open up Live Aid in Philadelphia. Wow. Yeah, Hooters from Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, my Eric and I hooked goodness. up. Uh, we met through social, uh, I forget. But anyway, we, we met and hung out together quite a bit years, you know, recently when I was living yeah. in Philly. Uh, great guy. Great guy. And uh, the Hooters, wow. of course, what an amazing band, you know. Um, uh, all you zombies, dude. And and another song. Look up "All You Zombies" by the Hooters. And if God were one of us. <gasps> and he also has was instrumental in the song "If Girls Just Want to Have Fun." Yeah. And our uh, our, uh, our uh, <laughs> New York, New York. No, 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 no. That was Frank. That was that was not that was not him. That was uh, Nelson Riddle. Yeah. Not Riddle. Yeah. What was his name? Nelson Riddle. Nelson Riddle. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I like Nelson Diddle better. Nelson Diddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 People say, Andy, Hi. how do you possibly get through a day? And the, that remains to be seen. This day is not over yet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm like that. Some days I just can't string a sentence or think about what I'm saying properly. And I'm surprised the other people manage to understand me. I'm very grateful when they do. <laughs> they give me a lot of time of energy. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'll tell uh, you. We all have those things. You know, there was a time when I was much more conscious of being uh, correct and accurate, and and you know, getting the names and who's in the news and who's doing what. And you know, frankly, yeah. my dear, I don't give a damn anymore. Oh. <laughs> you know, we, okay. we talk about the news. Talk about if I get a name wrong or what. You know what the hell? You know yeah. what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. Um, we have fun right? trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy day. <laughs> especially at the point in, in our relationship, and Amanda and I are, 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 are you know, she, Amanda and I, we're, we're, we've never met, but we're married. It, it's, it's hard to explain. But anyway, it um, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. But, um, oh, okay. oh, you know, yeah. yes. Uh, I saw a video on TikTok today. Oh, you know, like, um, is it TikTok? No, Snapchat. I apologize. So in, in Snapchat's main uh, page, you've got all these videos and, like, updates. People's uh, posting. They're talking about Johnny and Amber and all these kind of things. And there was this video mm-hmm. that caught my curiosity about this man who married a doll. I was like, hmm. I've got to see this video. Mm. So I watched it. It's a few minutes long, and it talks about only a man marrying a sex doll. It talked about a woman marrying her cat, um, another woman marrying her duvet, and uh, a guy marrying um, a virtual reality Japanese anime animation. I Mm. had no words. I had no words. (laughs) I still don't. (laughs) Next thing, they go scaring me pets. Yeah, I, I was stunned. You know, these guys got. And that's all. And that's all legal. It's apparently all legal, and um, yeah, yeah that's blown me away. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, we fucked. <laughs> I was, Man. You know, I don't like to judge people at the best of times, but that really did leave me speechless. I wasn't really sure there how goes, to feel. There goes at that human point. race. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I got to mention? I forgot. I was going to bring this up, and I just reminded myself of this. Um. The there's now a congressional investigative committee hmm. for the first time it's underway right now. Well, I don't know about this very second, but underway yeah. um, investigating uh, UFOs. Oh, really? Yep. There is. And and somebody, well, me, an Air Force pilot, an Air Force commander, got up in front of Congress, in front of this committee rather, and showed a video of a Navy warplane, and uh, the pilot is flying along. And out of nowhere comes this crazy 
cylindrical object just flies right by. Like, here it comes, George Jetson. Just like the Jetsons. Wow. Remember the Jetsons? I mean, not the Jetsons. The Jetsons, yeah. Yeah, I do. I made them Jewish. Yeah, they had stands It looked like that. And I swear, I swear, I slowed it up. I copied the video. I saw George Jetson in the spaceship. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can actually see it. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of unexplained phenomenon that I was, I've got thousands of hours in the air. I was a flight instructor, an airline pilot, a corporate pilot, a charter pilot. I've done all that shit. Um, and I've never seen anything, but but there there are. Luckily, I mean I've you know pretty much thousands of hours of of routine flying, which is the way you want it to be. But anyway, um, the there there are videos of military aircraft tracking unexplained objects in the sky. They're there. They hover around. They they, they disappear at amazing speeds, at incredible speeds. Yeah. So you even think about incredible. Unimaginable, unimaginable, unattainable by human speeds. Mm-hmm. It would yeah. still take nineteen thousand years to reach this our closest star solar system in Alpha Centauri. Yeah, nineteen thousand years. Now, wow. in order for in order for a anything that lives as we know what life is, as defined by our own humanity, what life is. There's no way. Because because in in theory, the planet at which they came from, that light was generated 4.8 light years, 4.8 million light years ago. Um, That planet might not be there anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very true, very true. Right. Right. So. So what are UFOs? I mean, some can be explained. Most most can be explained. Let me let me, let me be clear about that. Most UFOs can be scientifically explained. Weather yeah. phenomena. I mean, I mean, there's a whole, you know, there's a lot. But there are some there are factually some that cannot be explained. Well, and the question would, is pertaining to them. I would mm-hmm. love to share an experience that I had um, with mm-hmm. my family, my neighbors and friends. It was quite phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So. It started, I think it is by 1995, and um, my father was outside having a cigarette in the, in the, the backyard, and I mm-hmm. felt compelled to just go out there and say, hey, Dad, how you doing, and, you know, just stand there with him, which is something I didn't really do, mm-hmm. and I looked over the back where all these houses were beyond our property, and I saw this ball of orange light appear in the sky, like a bright burning orange ball. And I said to my dad, look, what was that? You know, and this, my father was very well trained with satellites, um, planes, all sorts of aircraft. He'd been doing it since he was a kid. So I was brought mm-hmm. up with that kind of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we were just stood there in awe of this this object. And it was um, looking like it was starting to come closer. And it was kind of dipping, li- literally dropping a few centimeters and then bouncing back up into place and carry on moving, dropping again and then straight back up again. And so um, I called my mother and my, my sister right at this point, and we we're all stood there looking at it, unsure what it is. And then all of a sudden, this thing starts dropping smaller versions of itself, perfect circles of, uh, like, fireballs coming from underneath mm. it, about three or four mm. of these objects. They get so far down and disappear. And then the whole thing completely vanished. And so our neighbor stuck his head out the window and we're like, Gary, come in, come again. We're going to tell you about this, what we just seen. So we're on a good old chat and a laugh about it over the fence. And um, then it reappears in the same place uh, as it was previously. And again, another five minutes and it's, it's coming towards us a little bit closer this time and doing exactly the same thing, dropping these orange things from underneath it. So it eventually disappears. And about six to, I think it's probably eight weeks later, um, I was outside with some friends and we were just hanging out and something, again, compelled me to walk to the end of this cul-de-sac where my family lived and just stare down the end of the road. I didn't know why I was doing it, I just did it. So I'm looking down the end of the road and I could see this cigar-shaped object 
and it's like grey on one side and it's starting to come up the road and I thought as it's getting closer well that kind of looks like a hand glider like the body from underneath the the part where you got the wing on the top and mm-hmm. I thought that's oh. not a hand glider and this thing starts coming over and moving right over towards my house and as it gets closer over the top of the house this thing is like a cigar shape grey almost shiny and starts dropping these orange balls from underneath it again these fireballs and I ran, I told my friends, look up, look up. They're like, what? I said, just look up. So there are all, there's like six of them outside and they're all looking up. And I shouted to my sister, go and get mum and dad. So she ran in, she got my parents, we got the neighbours out from next door who we had this discussion with previously. I said, it's back. And we're all watching this thing come over. And I still can't explain to this day what that object was. Um, it was low I, enough I, to... I, 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 yeah. Amanda, I yeah. know what it was. <gasps> it was me. It was you? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was love at first sight. Safe. I had to figure out ah. a way to get I there. Thought, oh, my God. I thought it was like, I was scared. That's really weird, though. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. It literally lasted about 10 minutes, this object coming over the house. We was watching it go towards the hills. And as it got closer to the hills, it just vanished. But these things that were dropping from underneath it, I can't explain what they were. They were perfectly round, and they looked like smaller versions of the actual objects that we were seeing coming over. It was phenomenal. And we spoke to several people at uh, the local airport and um, somebody who was had connections to the uh, Air Force bases and things like that, and nobody could explain what it was. They didn't say, you know, they couldn't give an opinion on what it was, but um, nobody caught anything on radar. It was interesting, very interesting time. So, um, wow. yeah, who knows? <laughs> you know, there, there are ATC, or ATC is air traffic control, air traffic control audio tapes. Yeah. Uh, uh, controllers communicating with airline pilots, mm. uh, where a pilot, I remember one Delta pilot specifically, um, identified um, a, a crazy object that was, that was, they saw right up there a windshield, right, right in front of them, you know, in the distance that came in, hovered around a while, hovered around some more, and disappeared at an amazing speed, and talked to the air traffic controller. Did you see that? And you can, you can, I'm sure, I've never done this, but you can, I've heard the audio. I'm sure you can probably Google uh, pilots, UFO, air, no, no, air traffic control, ATC, or air traffic control, pilots, UFO. And just wow. Google that and see what comes up. You probably hear, I would imagine that you'd hear some of these recordings that I, that I have heard. Um, wow. I've always had, an, you know, I'm, I'm a huge astronomy buff. I mean, huge, big time. Um, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I remember, you know, sitting in my bedroom window as a youngster, you know, single digit ages, just looking at the window and looking up at the stars and just deeply, deeply energetic, wishing that some population from another planet would come get me and bring Aww. me up into space. Yeah, and, and I, I used to wish that that would happen because I've always thought, I've always, always thought that we're not alone in the, in the entire entity of space. That there's yeah. other civilizations out there. It, it's yeah. impossible for us to be alone. It's impossible when you talk about infinity. There's no way. I'm not yeah. saying there's other humans or people that you know. Maybe it's vegetation. Maybe it's snake. Maybe it's my guy. It's Jurassic Park. I don't know. But um, when you think of of infinity. And the fact that there are millions, millions of planets in different solar systems and galaxies in space, the chances of something being almost duplicate to what we have here against infinity are pretty high. Yeah. You, when you think yeah. about it, you know what I mean? Like oh, there's got to be life out there somewhere. And unfortunately, yeah. our lives are so damn short. They're so damn short that we're never going to know in our time. In our time, yeah. It's something down the road, down the road, we're gonna find we're gonna we're gonna find that there's ex, that there's intelligent life or life, if not intelligent life, somewhere Absolutely. out there in space. It's gonna happen. I think it, what it, doesn't it, hmm? what doesn't help is the way experts or so-called experts can easily dismiss people's sightings. I mean, in our my hometown, literally all over the county, not just my hometown. Yeah. Thousands of people saw, including myself, this uh, thing that happened in the sky that looked like 12. Apparently, there was 20 to start with. I only saw 12 of them. 12 stars. It looked like stars all moving in formation to create um, the plow um, star chart. Yeah, and then these uh, stars then all started separating 
and all moving into one object one by one until they all completed that that path and then that one object just vanished like somebody turned off a light and all the local experts um reported in the newspapers that it was just lanterns you know those ones that people set off from the sky and i've seen lanterns travel across the sky and burn out you you know how they move you know how they look how they flicker yeah this was was, this honestly looked like stars in the sky moving creating a star chart and Mm. it was just unbelievable and the whole of the county saw it and it was just phenomenal absolutely phenomenal so it it does anger me sometimes when you hear experts so easily dismiss it. I mean, I know they've got to give their opinion, but unless you actually see you it know, for yourself, you know, it's a different story. We've been, we've been trying to get uh, astronaut, uh, former astronaut Buzz Aldrin on the show, who oh, uh, yeah. lives local to me. And, uh, and, I've, and I've actually, have, you know, we, his publicist last time around said, you're real too busy right now, check back later. But I, we have a closer connection to Buzz now via a, a very good musician friend to the show um, who, who knows and who's met Buzz. And we might be able to use that connection to get Buzz you know, he was never told oh. about his invitation to get on our show, but um, I'm sure. But anyway, we're going to try to get Buzz on. And from what I understand, uh, Buzz Aldrin uh, witnessed a UFO when he was orbiting the moon. Uh, and a lot of wow. people thought, oh, he guys off his rocker. Because, you know, Buzz wow. came down, started talking about space exploration and, and UFOs and aliens and all this. And, and people thought, uh, maybe that space travel, uh, a little, little bit, yeah. you know, okay, Maybe sure it's guy. good to your head, yeah. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe it wasn't so good for you after all. But he became a great artist, as a lot of us know. But um, yeah. we're going to try to get Buzz on the show and, wow. and talk about Apollo 11. Oh, and talk so about UFOs because I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Yeah. But um, and I'm also yeah. all about the show. But unfortunately, we have to leave. We're getting kicked off. Yeah. Our hour is up. Yeah. We have to go. We're going to resume this conversation on Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, wherever that is in the world. We are all over the world. We know this this, this stream goes out around the world, and we have uh, people who listen to the podcast all over the world, and we welcome and thank everybody for for chiming in and listening yeah. to this uh, show of ours. And um, and invite you to be part of it anytime. So, um, Amanda. Uh, that being said, why don't you um, take us home? We we'll look forward to seeing everybody on Friday on the next Andy and Amanda show. Absolutely. Woo-hoo. Okay. So, on behalf of the wonderful Andy Kimball, myself, Amanda Love, and our amazing Cornell Butler, we wish you a wonderful rest of week and come join us for some more fun on Friday. I think today's show has been very interesting. Thank you so much for yeah. your support and for listening to us and come hang out with us again on Friday we'd love that bye bye take care everybody take care adios
Now we're getting too close When we take it, it gets closer The room is finished, she whispers by me And we dance Like a wave on the ocean rolling We rely on the love and we dance Just a wave for a moment by chance Yeah, we dance and dance and we dance Like a wave on the ocean rolling We rely on the love and we dance Just a wave Yeah.